I really wanted to hand it to some really good close personal friends. I mean, not friends, lovers, ones, who decided to do the work of the goddess. I was like, well, thanks for doing the goddess's work. I mean, thanks for doing my work. I don't usually manipulate genetic strains of fungal bacteria that grow on plants that create a hallucinogenic effect that's stronger than the medicinal effect, and yet rob nature of its vital seeds that get rid of the phytoestrogen, you know, that bitch dog of Rhea. But thank you for getting rid of the bitch dog of Rhea, Tibet, you know, Dalai Lama's butthole, because I didn't really like him. He offended me because he had a two-headed mother. Yes, a Siamese twin, a Japanese thing from the island, not of Japan, off the coast of wherever she was from. She was beautiful. She had two heads. Yes, and the father, the queen of Scandinavia, she was what she was. (coughs) A tartan, a tart. Anyways, yes, so I was thinking next time you do your naturopathic healing remedies with THC, why don't you try adding valerian in the growing field and round, round, round barns with probably a glass roof, or you could try solar tubes if they hadn't bought them and destroyed the patent and stole the information so you could never use them. Because it's funny, because I told them to, and some other things to steal from you, so that it would be funny, because the cartel, the people that I knew, could make new pet rocks all the time, you know, to entice thieves to try to steal things that don't belong to them. Anyways, valerian root, or valerian growing near it. Now, this might change over time because of the competing sense that the thing has you might check into it like in its native culture you might find that thc grows best around other poisonous things why well not in the initial first you know batches maybe you know in the genetic strains that the seeds produce later like to perfection like nature intended you know not this genetic manipulation through the use of quasi-quacks, you know, no offense, you know, when things are legal anyways, and you make laws to make them illegal, that mean nothing, then you realize that you are part of the problem. I don't usually get involved in these kind of, you know, discussions about organic, you know, hydroponic farming, because that's not organic to the soil. Usually I leave that for experts who know that things don't naturally grow in water, organic things because they usually grow in filth and dirt just like the uterus so you might be interested to know that normal people and ambla people probably get along really good because they both don't know what each other are doing and they think it's funny so they can live in harmony together at least here they do yeah yeah so other things you might want to try is Damiana and why it's not so much why as it is clinical research trials on perfected soil types. Now, I'm not saying that you can make a brine of filth 
and discussed using large five-gallon buckets of coffee grounds filled with water so until you get a blue-green algae that forms on the top and it kind of percolates and bubbles and enough garlic onion and other bits of whatever you know you're experts not me not me i mean i'm not saying that you started the craze dirt farming on woman maybe I don't even dirt farm anymore because it hurt people's feelings that I composted in dirt farms. So I stopped doing it because it apparently Prince Charles says that women's work is changing diapers. So I left. I don't change diapers anymore because I was like, I'm not going to do. I mean, that's all women can do is he said change diapers. So, you know, viva la woman planet. (laughs) You're all fired. Not very good, is it? When you get what you want and you have to obey British law. I was like, gosh, some of those people could be beat and dragged through the street naked, you know, just for disobeying British law. I mean, you can't have unattended, you know, nincompoops from Narnia walking around. They might get in trouble. So when you're thinking about naming rights and naming things that cannibalize you might want to talk to about like things that are important whether or not male or male genitalia affects the growing of plants in captivity or females depending on which one females might get a little bit of skin barnacles and moles related to the pest you know the phytoestrogen and the because it's a plant-based soluble fat hormone that gets into your fat and leaks under your skin and might cause skin eruption. Males might be able to stunt the growth of some marijuana plants. And you might look into the psychogenetics of not only interaction with the plants, um, but the proximity and how many males are working with the plants You know, with marijuana plants. I don't know. It might have something to do with a book that was taken away from men because they went cuckoo, cuckoo, crazy, like they should have. Well, some believe that the testament of some men can sterilize plants and can sterilize disease in close proximity. You know, Genghis Khan people can. And they can imprint on buildings and on people and on certain plant varieties and flowering things, just like orchids and clematis and some flowering lilacs and some other, you know, azaleas, rhododendrons, and some not so much poisonous magnolia trees or trees that are in the Linden family, Lindau family. It is of some import and some less you know, interest for you to be cognizant of your abilities to affect change in the plant breeding species that you propagate. I did actually appreciate a lover once for doing so much hydroponic. I thought, oh, I love love your work. I have to leave. I'm getting black mold. I can feel, you know, black mold growing on my testament. I stopped using then because I thought, "Mm, yeah, not going to happen. I could have sterilized the whole building, though, I guess, if I would have stayed. But 
I'm too busy. They must have known their mother was there of THC. Anyways, isn't that funny when you don't know what you're doing and you talk like you do and it's like, wow, all the barnacles of the homunculus come off the, you know, dark shadows. I think it's funny because when I get up and talk in front of an audience about things that I don't know about, I'm usually like, fuck you. This is so funny. I'm high on the fumes of fat ass bitches sitting around just waiting for me to die. You know what I mean?